Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast. Uh, the show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to boost your happiness. And then I interview them about it and find out how it went. Uh, today's guest is Tamara Siobhan, who is just absolutely amazing. We just had the silliest time. And <laughs> it, oh, oh man, I'm just really excited for you to listen to this one. It was really good. Her uh, category that she picked for her assignment was mindfulness and being present. And uh, her assignment had to do with listening to others without giving advice, which is, oh boy, uh, what a challenge. <laughs> Not just for her, but for people pretty much in general. Um, I think, I think, and my producer Matt and I agree that I think there was more laughter on this episode than any previous episode that we have recorded. Um, I just could not stop laughing. This was such a silly fun time um, and just such a great energy in the room today. Uh, if you want to go support Tamara's work here in Toronto, you can check out her show Sunday Best. Uh, it happens at the Corner East uh, Comedy Club in the East End. And there's shows at 8 and 10 p.m. So you got so many chances. It's a weekly show. They do two, two of them in the night. You got no excuse. Go check that out. And then if you want to support our live show, Love is Everywhere, uh, you can check us out at Comedy Bar. We're there the third Sunday of every month. So you can find tickets for that on comedybar.ca. And in the meantime, please enjoy uh, hearing my loud, obnoxious laugh with Tamara Chavon. Good. <laughs> just kidding i can that's that's what i'm hearing you mm-hmm. uh, fantastic <laughs> been a long day <laughs> Tamara Siobhan. yay <laughs> thank you for being here uh yeah <laughs> no problem it's been you know peace and valleys uh, we start with an honest how are you so how are you honestly Honestly, pretty stressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of stuff to do today mm-hmm. um, that I sorted out when I was very sober and a different person. And today's a different day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, who is that person? Who is this ambitious person making yeah. my schedule? <laughs> like, wow, who is that girl? She's <laughs> She seems like she has her life together. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> cool. How about you? Are you am, I, am I allowed to ask back? Of course you can. <laughs> How are you, honestly? Um, I am all right. I'm in basically pajamas. No, oh, are those your pajamas? Okay, so <laughs> basically pajamas, <laughs> which is great. So I'm at maximum physical comfort at the moment. I am still recovering from some jet lag. Oh, where were you? Italy. Okay, so I mean, humble brag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it was amazing. If you say you were just finding yourself, I'm actually going to get up and leave. Oh my God. No, I was not. Okay. Was it for work? No, I was there for a friend's wedding. Oh, that's actually kind of depressing. Yeah. It was like amazing. It oh, was like, yeah, it was. Because they're in love. Yeah. Because they're in love and like, it's a special friend. Right. Yeah. And like we've been friends like 18 years. So I mean, that's like, the only way you fly to Italy um, for a wedding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> If you're within a 10-year radius of knowing me, I'm not flying anywhere for your I wedding. Might, I might not even yep. make it to your Toronto wedding. Right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it was nice getting to see this like really special thing with this special friend. And, nice. And like, I adore her husband. He's fantastic. Oh. And so just really beautiful. How did she end up in Italy? So she lives in Australia. She's from here. Oh. But she lives in Australia now. She's a travel agent. And uh, her husband, now husband, is Australian. So they kind of, it's first of all, she's a travel agent. It's no surprise that she would do a destination wedding. Right. But it also kind of is like meeting in the middle for all of the people who wanted to come from either side. Right? Yeah, their middle, not your middle. No, also also our middle, like uh, between Australia and... Oh, I guess it is far from there too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the other side of the world. So I think they, well, they had to travel farther... Okay, well, it was like twenty hours for them. It was like nine. Twenty hours. It was like it's like really far still, but uh, yeah. So we like all gathered together, and like I also I got to meet like all of her people because like she lives yeah. over there now and stuff. And yeah, it was just like a really special and beautiful and uh, amazing, totally great, life changing, romantic time. So you're more than all right. So I'm great, and now I'm in pajamas. <laughs> Everything's fantastic. Love it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, these are my pajamas as well. This is a shirt that I don't even own. Those are very good looking pajamas. Well, these tights are just Walmart, George, if anyone wants to get that online. Uh, <laughs> they're in stock. Uh, Ten bucks. <laughs> and this shirt is not mine. It's I don't great. really know where I got this from. <laughs> Honestly, it was on the floor and now it's on me. So here we I re- are. I realized recently 90% of the time that I get complimented on an item of clothing, it's something that I found somewhere where I t- should not have taken a clothing item from. Yeah. Like somebody complimented a scarf I was wearing recently and I was like, Thank you. I found it blown up against a pole during a windstorm. <laughs> That's the only way I shop. <laughs> Scan in my environment for misplaced <laughs> items. Then... I, I'm just picturing you like tugging. Like, Come on. It's mine now. Nature being like, no. Yeah. Oh, That's boy. awesome. So your assignment... Really hate you for this one, to be honest. Uh, not, not, was not a fun week. Yeah, so you can see why, you know, peaks and valleys. That was, wow. Yeah, it, I know, I know. This is a challenging one. The way you gave the list was like we were just going to talk about it, not that I had to do it. No, no. And like, I, it was a trap. It was a trap. I trapped you. I trapped you. So the assignment, you, so the category that you picked was mindfulness and being present. Right. And the assignment that I gave you was that for the week you had to listen to people without giving advice. Soul destroying, by the way. Unless they specifically asked you for advice. (sighs) And I know (laughs) this is a hard one. (laughs) I want to know how it went. This is a hard one for anyone, I guess. But this is especially hard for me because I just wake up giving advice unsolicited like that's my jam <laughs> so i basically was like I, i'm either gonna have to be a mute or i'm gonna have to learn how to like say positive things mm-hmm. and let people come to their own like decisions which yep. is like no <laughs> you know uh and the craziest part is that count on this week for so much shit to happen to everybody. <laughs> of and for them to not ask me once, but to like mm-hmm. be like insinuating they want it and me being like, whatever you think is best. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard. It is hard, right? I didn't I thought I was doing that the whole time. That's the craziest part. I, I thought know. that I was getting asked for advice and then mm-hmm. giving it. And then you tune in and you're like, oh no one's asking. No one has asked, <laughs> is what it is. No one has asked ever, I think. Yeah. I have just been giving all this advice and re- now realizing no one has asked for it. No one's asked for it. And I'm like, I am actually a pretty annoying person to be around. Uh, <laughs> like, you're just trying to have a beer at Comedy Bar. And I'm like, actually. <laughs> you know what you should be doing. <laughs> like, you should try the wine. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, no, a lot of crazy things happen with a lot of my close friends that mm-hmm. involved me kind of. And it was just like weird that I like because it was you have to learn how to like kind of like re and drinking on top. If I, the yep. night that I drank and had to do that was very difficult mm-hmm. because I was like actively being like, don't drunk give. people love to give advice. Oh my gosh. You, they love it. Like you see sober, imagine drunk me. Oh, but I got a notebook. <laughs> I walk around with the couch. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So that it was so hard. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, have I learned my lesson? Probably not. Um, (laughs) No, I think I have. I think that, like, now it's kind of, like, especially because the people that had the issues this week always have issues. Mm -hmm. And now I'm realizing that I've just been coaching them through it. Yeah, and and you kind of realize, like, this might even be a better thing for both of us if I just kind of let you figure this out on your own if you're constantly in crisis. Yeah, Yeah. like, not my forest, man. Like, you... Yeah, not my circus, (laughs) not my monkeys. Yeah, like, literally. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of... Because it's like, oh, you know what? This is redundant. So it's nice Mm -hmm. to, like, be able to see that. But, like, wow, it's so hard. Also, when you tune in to people like that who are constantly... Yeah. Coming to you with problems, you sort of start to realize like, oh, I'm often giving the same advice to this person over and over again. And then you realize that like you can't really talk anybody into changing their own behavior or anything. Right. It's the exact same advice that I gave this person. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It was Mm -hmm. the exact same. It's funny that you said that because it was literally the same situation, just a different person in the equation. And I was like, oh, so you just aren't trying to learn? Mm -hmm. What's the deal? Or just aren't listening when, when I'm yeah. talking. You know people that listen and they 
like look at you in your eyes and like yeah perfect i understand mm-hmm. that completely but i'm still gonna do me you're like why are we yes why are we doing this yeah. then yeah like it's just a waste of everybody's advice. time and emotional energy yeah and that's literally what happened i was just like you know uh feel free to do whatever you want. Like, I trust that you'll make the right to, uh, just mm-hmm. a bunch of Oprah quotes, basically. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> honestly, I felt like a morph, like morphed like Oprah Winfrey and Morgan Freeman mixed in together, just very slow and calm, right? very cautious. To how, did not. It, how did it feel to put on that, <laughs> that new costume? <laughs> you know what? People were actually asking me if I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're like are you feeling okay like <laughs> are you sure and so it's it, it was a visible change mm-hmm. in my life <laughs> oh my god i love <laughs> it it was something that other people picked up on yeah. being so different my mom started texting me she never texted me <laughs> like being like are you okay like are you sure because we had a conversation i didn't fight with her about anything yep. and she was just like like i know you said you were seeing this therapist now it's like no i actually am not seeing this therapist now but I guess technically I am seeing my therapist, Tracy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So no, actually every single person noticed my roommate was like, this is, and you couldn't tell anybody. Yeah. I couldn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. So I just looked like I read a couple self-help books in like two days <laughs> and then became this person, which is, you know, now that I see like keto diets and people like, like get addicted to CrossFit, I see how it happens. Yep. Yep. You have messaged them. <laughs> <laughs> Giving them a list. I know mm-hmm. what they choose. You know, mm-hmm. CrossFit seems cool. You're like, now you're doing it for life. Uh, yeah, so cool. <laughs> Changing the world day by day. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was... It is such a hard thing to listen without giving advice. Yeah. We and... love to fix problems. When you're presented with a problem, doesn't matter if it's your problem, somebody else's problem, you're like, great, a puzzle. How do I fix the problem? Also, a lot of the time especially if it's somebody else's problem, we can be kind of uncomfortable sitting in their unpleasant emotional experience. Yeah. So the fixing of the problem is a way of like, get that part over with. Yeah. I'm not comfortable sitting in this uncomfortable emotional experience with you. So I want to skip ahead to the part where you're dealing with this and it's better. Yeah. 100%. Because I don't want to like, I don't want you crying at dinner. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> right but actually well no it's it's crazy because have you read the book um seven habits of highly effective people no i haven't read that one yet or how to win F- friends and influence people have you read that mm-hmm. okay so in that it reminded me a lot of like the seek to understand and not to be understood yeah which i used to practice a lot in sales because i needed money mm-hmm. and so that's when i used to li- actually listen to people and not have the intent of responding mm-hmm. but after i left that job i was like fuck it you know um mm-hmm. <laughs> but now it made me like tap back into that and I was like, oh, yeah, I used to try that before. Yeah. But only when money was involved. So this mm. is like, but it's it's actually helpful because you actually, because when you listen and you're like ready to just already be like, I already know what the answer is to this, then it doesn't, there's no point in having the conversation. Yeah. But like actually having to sit there and be like, oh, because I realized a lot of people I know like think really fucked up, like their thought process of things. I'm like, what? Like that's, that's how you did that in your mind. Like that's the, that's how we went Those there. Those are the connections you made yeah. just now. And they're like, yeah, so like, that's right. Right. And you're like, uh, <laughs> for you, if that's what you yeah. like, I love mm-hmm. it. Like <laughs> you like it. I love it. Like, right. I don't know. I, it's crazy. So yeah, it reminded me a lot of that. And I need to reread that book. So I was like, I think I used to be a better person. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ongoing thing though. And like even this has happened before on this podcast where sometimes we practice these skills in our professional environments yeah, and just don't translate them into our personal lives. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think that's all of my jobs. Right. I'm way like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like I know for me, uh, a lot of it has to do with like assertiveness. I'm very good at being assertive in a professional environment and I'm not good at that in my personal environment. Really? Mm hmm. I would never picture you as not being able to be assertive. Thank you. Thank you. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. 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 You trapped me into this whole thing. Yes, I did. (laughs) Very assertive. (laughs) You will do it and you will like it. I guess it's no, it's a work thing still though. Yeah, you're right. That is weird. Yeah. I guess I'm like, I think my mind shuts off when I'm not doing work anymore. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I can be like the most degenerate version of myself. And then like, yeah, you shouldn't be two different people. You should try to work on yourself too. Mm -hmm. But it's hard because you're tired. 
Yeah. I'm like, man, I've just put so much energy into all these people. But also think of how much energy you're putting into trying to fix other people's problems when all you actually have to do is just be there with them. That was so deep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually like, whoa, can I get that in cursive? Tattooed? Afraid? In my handwriting? (laughs) Yeah. My terrible handwriting. Perfect. I'm I'm into it. Perfect. Put it right above my bed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is deep. Yeah, that's true, though. But yeah, to like to tie it into mindfulness and like being present. Right. It's like when you're giving advice to somebody who hasn't asked for it yet, you aren't meeting them in the moment they're having right now. You're um, meeting them in a future moment where they're dealing with the problem. Like right. most people, that not all people, but most people are not crazy, right? They're If they have a problem, yes, they are going to try to solve the problem, right? <laughs> they're not just going to be like, I'm just going to have this problem forever. You know, they're going to do something to try and fix the problem or get past whatever it is that they're feeling. But when they're coming to you with just their emotional experience of what's happening to them, they aren't necessarily looking for you to fix it yet. They just want someone to vent to, someone to listen to them, and someone to see them in the moment that they're having right now. So by cutting that off or cutting it short and skipping ahead to the part where you give advice, if they haven't invited that yet, then you're um, like truncating their emotional time. Of like I'm they're just in the time where they're having the emotional experience and that needs to like complete its natural course without being directed into the now it's time to fix things part yet. They'll I, tell you when it's time. I can't tell you how many times I've fucked that up then if that's what we're supposed Me to. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I just I'm so like type A driver mentality. Me too. That my whole life is just like, okay, but what's the answer? Yes. You know, I like enough with the once upon a time, like text mm-hmm. all day stuff, like what is the end result? Like, I can't. Like, Yeah, I'm a very practical person. Yeah. And I, like, when I'm presented with a problem, I want to fix the problem. Immediately, and though. Immediately. <laughs> and it, it is, it is very difficult for me to to sit with people in their emotional experience or to sit with my own emotional experience. Oh, yeah. Right? I've been trying to do that more recently of, like, if I'm experiencing, uh, not that this is... <laughs> Not that I should be labeling any emotions as uh, like negative, you know, but if we use that word and I say if I'm experiencing a negative emotion like sadness, anger, yeah. things like that, um, it's unpleasant. I don't like it. I don't want to sit in it. What do I do about it? And then uh, I just skip ahead to the solving the problem thing. Right. But then uh, you don't realize you get this like backlog of feelings that you forgot to feel. Fully, yeah. like, it, I, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then that'll come out in other ways. Like, that will find an outlet somewhere. So I've been trying to, like, when I'm feeling an unpleasant emotion recently, I've been trying to be like, okay, just take the time to just feel this and we can fix it later. And just feel it <sighs> until you're done feeling it and then we'll move on, which is not how I have done things in the past. I feel so much all the time. I don't even know if I'd be able to do I'm like a generally like angry person. <laughs> so like sitting in that anger is not good for mm-hmm. anyone. Mm-hmm. But But you know what though is like uh it's the way you sit in it yeah. as well. Oh true. Okay, yeah. Wow, I need to go back to therapy. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's all the time we have for today. (laughs) (laughs) No advice to give. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. Okay, so you sit in your, like, Mm -hmm. how do you process it? Um, Okay, this is going to sound really dorky. (laughs) Um, And this is actually, this is going to be a future assignment. It's already been given out. So I'm not going to talk about it too lengthy. But what I've been doing is just sitting with my hand over my heart, like physically sitting with my hand over my heart. And just like sitting there for a full minute at least and just being like, what you feeling right now? Like just checking in, like, how you doing? Oh, that's. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've like, yeah, if I'm feeling a overwhelming emotion, my tendency is to just keep moving and to like find a distraction. Right. That's a big one for me is just what can I do to distract myself from this emotion and I'll go to turn on a television show or something, even a small distraction like that. Right. That seems innocuous. Yeah. Right. You're like, whatever. I'm just watching a television show. It's not nothing crazy. But what I've been doing is like, I 
I'm going to turn on a show and then I'm like, nope, I'm just going to sit here quietly with nothing on and no distractions <laughs> and just like be in my head for a minute. Woof. Right? Uh. Woof indeed. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, you know, that's. I think that's why I do tarot readings. I think that I just... Again, it's another instant, like, the incense and the sitting and, like, mm-hmm. the calming is nice, but then it's, like, it ends with an immediate yeah, response. Yeah, like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, it ends with, like, oh, that's what yeah. the universe wants. So I yeah. need to, yeah, I guess I should, tr- I can't remember the last time I've done that. I used to meditate when I was, like, in university. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did it right. No, but that's the thing with meditation. It's, like, there's no doing it right. Oh, sick. Then I was doing it so hard. Yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> I... I actually am a master in meditation. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Uh, very unique style, mm-hmm. mine. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So cool. I, I can't. I haven't done that in so long. Maybe that's why I'm so stressed, though. Good call. You didn't even say it. I. Ah. I see what we just did there. You're doing it to me. Oh my god. <laughs> Smarter See? than I look. <laughs> you get there on your own. Wow. Okay. I see why we should do this now with other people. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you're you giving, a lawyer. You're actually? giving me a look like you're so suspicious of me now. I feel like there's another life you have. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it took me too long to catch on to what you were doing there. <laughs> oh man. I, I know you have another secret life. We'll talk about it another time. Yeah, um, stay tuned for my crime show where I <laughs> <laughs> solve murders Tracy's by mysteries. just sitting with people in their emotional experience and then they eventually <laughs> confess to a crime. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Maybe I did shoot him a couple times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't present. Uh, <laughs> and if you weren't emotionally present, were you really even there? <laughs> Oh, that's the best tree falls in the forest thing ever. Uh, yeah. Yep. Wow. Do you find, are you a person who your friends come to for advice often? Every single person comes yeah. to me for advice. I could see that. And I'm also like the vault of the Toronto stand-up community. I don't know why people come to me with everything. Ooh, yeah. Do you have all the secrets? Are you one the of secrets. those people? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not fun ones to have. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you didn't have to tell me this. But then it's just like, it's nice to know that people like, but it's just, everyone asks me, when do you sleep? When do you have time for yourself? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I must be like visibly doing this with too many people. Like, yeah. Like it, it's obvious that I don't have enough time for myself. And it might be an extra beneficial thing for you to focus on not taking responsibility for fixing other people's problems right? and giving them advice because you need to leave some energy for yourself. I think I have a lot of situations where my like a lot of other people are directly connected to like i need to make sure they're fine because we run things together yeah so, so then if, it's if like, they don't do well then it directly affects it will affect you yeah because you're in a, a partnership with them yeah yeah and like that's what happens when you run like three weekly shows yeah i don't know how you do that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i struggle I, to run my one monthly show I honestly don't know how I do it. Like, I just, like, it's autopilot now. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't know. But it's, like, yeah, running shows with a bunch of people and then having to, like, talk to so many people all the time. Mm-hmm. And then someone always has a problem. Yep. And then, like, th- some people are just, like, not... There are people that, like, just deal with things on their own and people that just always need to talk about stuff. And I'm just someone that just deals with stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. And I'm surrounded by people. That, like, I guess you attract the opposite of what you are. Yeah. Well, I think, like, with the people... Some people can figure their own stuff out and some people need to talk it out. The needing to talk it out, people, there's like two kinds of people like that. Yeah. There's people who are just verbal processors. Like, you know, people who sort through their feelings and stuff like that out loud. So they kind of need somebody to be in the room to bounce it off of. Like, my best friend is a very, like, a verbal processor. And um, she doesn't need me to be chiming in with my opinion and my advice and steering her and stuff like that. Like she's, she just needs somebody to talk out loud to right. and she'll figure all of it out and figure out how she feels and what she wants to do about it on her own. Right. Like she's very good at managing all of that stuff independently. She just needs somebody to, to talk it out to. Right. Right. And then there's the other kind of, 
uh, of person who needs to talk it out, which is like the person who doesn't trust their own judgment. Mm. So maybe they've even thought of what they need to do or how they feel about a thing, but they need somebody else to validate that for them. And it's like you have to distinguish between what kind of person uh, you're talking to. Right. Is this a person who just needs to talk or is this a person who needs reassurance that they can trust their own judgment? Right. Oh, that's true. Okay. I'm trying to think of what I have more of. I think it's more. I don't know. I feel like it's hard with comics because a lot of people just talk to talk. Oh, yeah. We just love the sound of our own voice. Yeah. That's why we all have podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually so funny. Yeah, it's true. It's like, if you don't want to hear me, I'm going to put it out into this dead air. (laughs) (laughs) Streaming now on SoundCloud. We just need an outlet. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, that's, yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah, interesting. I need, this is really enlightening. And it's like, yeah. Thank learning you. a lot i'm glad why'd you decide to do this podcast um this is just sort of my main interest like in myself what's going on in your head <laughs> so much all the time <laughs> but uh yeah like like you i'm a person who like all of my friends come to me right. for problems and oh, advice this is you being like listen bitch <laughs> and stuff right and, uh, like, and uh i just kind of have recognized over the years, like I'm saying a lot of the same things. Right. And I was like, <laughs> I'm saying a lot of the same things. And I was like, maybe it would be useful to people. And uh, uh, so this podcast is based on my monthly show at comedy bar. What's that one? It's also called love is everywhere. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. And um, so for that one, I have uh, four comedians on, they do stand up, um, but I've also given them an assignment like this. Uh, and then after their set, I go up and we talk for just a couple minutes about the assignment and how it went. And I talk a little bit about why it was useful, like why it's supposed to be useful or why right. it's supposed to boost your happiness. Ooh. Um, so the thing about that is like the live show is really wonderful. And like it's nice to have the audience physically with you in the room. Like listeners, I'm sure you're all lovely. And then <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were here with us in this room. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the nice thing about the live show. But with the live show, we only have like three to five minutes per comic to talk about the actual assignment right. and stuff. And I just have so much more that I want to ask and so much more that I want to share about why this is supposed to be useful or why I've found it useful. Cause most of these things are things that I've like tried and tested in my own life in my just like fascination with self-improvement and. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's actually pretty interesting mm-hmm. and the, watch that show it's just the things that uh i have used to get me out of uh, bad places and uh, yeah right and like i've had a a real roller coaster of a life and um <laughs> some somehow <laughs> managing uh <laughs> and people seem to be interested in that <laughs> yeah honestly like i that's that takes a lot of work what you're doing that actively like just work on yourself every day like it does and it d- also like you get any like cheat days where you can just be a bitch 100 <laughs> percent. i like yeah i like uh, dip in and out of being good at this stuff all the time yeah i mean like i obviously right now i only have to be totally this person for an hour i'm gonna dip in and out of this all day for the rest of the day yeah right and uh it's just sort of having this stuff as something that's sort of running in the back of your mind. It That's useful, right? Like, even if you don't make it a rule for the rest of your life, I am right. never going to give somebody advice unless they specifically <laughs> ask for it, right? If you have it in the back of your mind that that is helpful and useful to draw on sometimes, then you're going to find that creeping in. Right. So I've just collected this, like, giant pile of these things and put them all in the back of my head and uh, they pop up and help steer me some of the time, not all of the time. Right. And uh, like, it's still work and uh, like that you have to do it really on purpose a lot of the time. Um, but it does sort of start just sort of running in the background um, and becomes a sort of different filter for how you take in your world. And I have like, it's something that especially over the last couple of years, like, the people who are close to me are very like 
actively noticing the difference. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> kind of like you, everybody was like, hey, you okay? Like, something's different. <laughs> yeah, people are, like, weirded out. Yeah. Like, actually just like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, I'm sorry, how do I look usually? <laughs> like, I need to know. But yeah, probably just like, yeah, I got into this really bad habit of like just telling people what I thought about them because I thought they'd want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm helping you. Mm-hmm. But like, without any like, like, hey, how's your day going? You know what I was thinking about you the other day? And and it's like, yep. not unsolicited. Good, people don't like that. I learned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. Don't like that at all. I got that from my mom, though. She's very like high strung mm-hmm. Jamaican Jew, which means talking nonstop about things you need to work on. Yeah. Because she's perfect. <laughs> So, so who yeah. do you go to for advice? When um, you have a problem, who do you talk to? My roommate, kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. my roommate, I guess, probably. a lot. I don't really talk to anyone about stuff. That's the thing. If it, you uh, like end up being the person that everybody comes to, then yeah. you often end up being the person who doesn't really go to anybody else. Yeah, I kind of like talk to the person directly in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's what I do. And the, but then also, again, I'm very like aggressive about it because I want it to be over. Yes. And it, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot um, is when you're having a feeling of anger towards a specific person. Right. Or when you're having uh, maybe let's not even label it as anger, just a conflict with someone. Right. Yeah. Um, it's really helpful to talk about your feelings about it with like one or two other people before you have the conversation with the actual person because you'll (laughs) because you'll have uh diluted some of the anger right you you get the like the initial emotional like intensity like oh i'm so mad about this and like this and this blah 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 and you get some of that frustration out when you're talking to your friends about it these other people that you're just venting to right and then when the person who the conflict is with is the third person that you're talking to you calm down a bit and then you're able to talk a little more reasonably and you get more out of that exchange. Right. So if you're somebody who goes to anger quickly or easily or just you're comfortable expressing it, it might be helpful for you to have one or two other people that you are your venting people um, before you confront the actual person the conflict is with. Mm. I. But here I am giving you advice that you did not ask for. So what the fuck do I know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of literally my relationships now like with people and I think I just do not talk to anyone else first. Yeah. I tell everyone after the fact like what I did. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, but then I'm also the first person to apologize if I'm in the wrong like 2 days later I'll be like, you know. Yeah. Whoops, you know. Uh, <laughs> Should I have yelled? No. Did I mean it? Yeah. Uh, are we cool? No? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Will we be next week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But no, I actually had a really serious situation where I did just a, kind of like aggressively keep going at the same topic, mm-hmm. like with the same person over and over because I didn't get it and like they weren't explaining it very well because they were, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. But it took like a long time, like months and months. And finally I was like, oh, I get it. Which is literally sometimes how slow it goes. Like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, for sure. You know what? I do see where you're coming from. Sometimes, like, my thing is that I literally will not say sorry unless I mean it. Because I hate how people just throw it around all the time. Like I, That's a very good quality to have. Yeah. Like, I, I can't stand it when people are like, I'm sorry. Like, no. Like, mm-hmm. it, like now I can't trust anything you say when you say you're sorry. Yeah. So when people say, like, you know, I said sorry. Now it's your turn. I was like, I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not going to say that I am. You'll know when I'm sorry, because I'll say, I'll say it. Oh, my God. I love that about you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like I it's because my mom literally has said sorry to me three times in my entire life. I'm 31. Yeah. <laughs> it means so much what yeah. she said. Because you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you must actually like, it's like it means so much more when you know the person actually mm. means it. Also, have you found like people who do shitty things a lot get really good at apologies so good at apologies it's so manipulative yeah like that's another reason like it's just people uh gaslighting you and mm-hmm. then manipulating the whole thing and then, like yep. it's just like and then being like you but I, you know i am sorry you're like for which part mm-hmm. 
Like, and what are you talking about? I have gotten the most sincere, heartfelt yeah. apologies from people who will do exactly what they just apologized for two days later. <laughs> oh, because they're not, so, like, that's the thing. They're like, not actually sorry. They've just really practiced in giving apologies because they've had a lot of things to apologize for. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's just, it gets to a point where you're, like, you know your words don't mean anything. Yeah. And, like, if you're okay with that, cool. But then, like. I had one of those people tell me once. It was, like, I called them on it. I was, like, you keep apologizing and you seem to really mean it. And then you keep doing the exact same thing. And they turned it around to me and they were like, no, I think the real problem is that like you aren't good enough at forgiving. I'm s- what? <laughs> and I was like, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> you're like, my heart couldn't be any more full. Honestly, <laughs> like, what do you want me to bleed out for you? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is, what is this? Like Easter? Like what's like, going on? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> forgiving mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah no that was the problem was that i <laughs> i was not good enough at forgiving oh my gosh yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> i i that's blowing me away i've never i've never heard that <laughs> you just accept my apology faster and like mean it better yeah. uh no yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> or you. would be unsatisfied with the way that i took the apology <sighs> like they wanted me to say immediately, like, I forgive you. Oh, yeah. And it, what I would say is, like, thank you for apologizing. You know? I'll see you around. I'll take it into like, consideration. I'll absorb it and, like, I'll work on yeah. forgiving when I'm ready. Yeah, I used to forgive people all the time, and now I just have to cut people. Like, once you get older, you're just like, this is clearly a pattern that you're yes. doing. And... There's no sign of you changing, and mm-hmm. I just can't have that in my life anymore. So now when people are like, it's like, I ex- understand this apology. I accept it. Mm-hmm. Take care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, why? So, like, it's the thing. It doesn't, it doesn't serve you to keep people around who yeah. are repeating the same unhealthy patterns over and over again. And, and that's, not to say, it, like, that's not to say that you don't, like, have love in your heart for that person. Yeah. And that you don't wish them the best and hope that they change and find a way to, to be better and happier. Because usually those kind of behaviors are coming from a place of pain in that person. So yeah. you hope, obviously, that they find a way to heal that pain. But it serves you nothing literally to keep a, a relationship like that active in your life no because all it does is drag you down and like we said with the like people don't take advice unless they're asking for it like they they aren't going to hear you they aren't going <laughs> to yeah. change so like y- even though even if you think oh but they need me around because they need my guidance and help in dealing with this stuff no they don't they're not listening to your guidance anyway <laughs> It's true. Yeah. They're not getting anything out of it either. All you're doing is enabling them to continue keep doing the same behaviors over and over again. Preach, honestly. Mm -hmm. Literally just went through that. Mm -hmm. Just have to like, I just, I don't have the energy. Right. And like, literally, I think it's in the past few months, like my boyfriend's so chill Mm -hmm. and so like rational and very just like, and I'm just like erratic all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, like you have like eight friends and you guys all love each other and it's just chill yeah. and you guys just eat chicken wings and like <laughs> watch baseball. And I'm like, 60 people are messaging me. Everyone's upset. Yeah. Like it's, Charlotte, it's Charlotte's realm of terror. Like it's just crazy. And he's like, I don't understand how this thing keeps happening. Like what? Just tell these people to fuck off. <laughs> This is wow. Yeah. That, why haven't I thought of that? Mm. <laughs> Have you considered fucking off? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next time that a person that you don't like very much and don't care about the relationship at all comes to you yeah. and starts asking for advice or like venting about a problem, please say that. Please, please just be like, you know, I I just want to know if you've like considered like <laughs> fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually gonna use that. Please do. Tell me when you do. Oh, I will. One hundred percent. I want to hear about it. 
Oh, I'm going to make t-shirts out of this now. <laughs> have you considered fucking off? Fucking off on the back? Have you considered dot, dot, dot on the front? Yeah. And then fucking off on the back? <laughs> That's amazing. Merch. Merch, 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 merch. It's not just a podcast. It's a creative activity. It's, it's a podcast for Shark Tank. Exactly. Uh, love it. <laughs> Oh my god! It's actually fun. I'm actually having a great time right now. Do you say actually like you were like really not expecting to have a good time, which I'm offended. Uh no no no! I just was like I'm gonna get ripped apart because this was so hard. I, I, no, I just imagine everyone being like so easy, no skin off my back or no, whatever. Totally not. Totally so not. Like, also, like I've even like I don't think this has not happened on the podcast yet, but on the live show we've had people who admitted on stage I didn't do my assignment. What? Yeah, and but the thing is, is like they couldn't. Even that stuff, we find things in that, right? Yeah. So there's no right or wrong way to have done any yeah. of this, right? Yeah. Like with that one, it was like, uh, okay, so like, why not though? Yeah. Right. And then the why not is interesting. Right. And the why not is loaded and and gives you some guidance for like where your blind spots are, or like things that could be useful to you in adding more happiness to your life. For sure, yeah. Huh. So there's no right or wrong. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes me feel better, actually. Also, do I seem like someone who would tear you apart? No, I mean, like, tear apart <laughs> in my mind. I just thought it was going to be something I was going to go home Tracy and be like... When you think Hamilton, do you think tearing people apart? <laughs> Ready, set! No. <laughs> no, I just meant, like, you know... Things I was gonna have to like think about deeply after mm-hmm. and be like, oh, mm-hmm. analyze my because that's like just do that stuff by myself, mm-hmm. right? But no, I actually feel like good about this right now. I'm like, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm like, I'm glad I did this assignment because I do think I need I have two like, you know what I mean? It's like I'm not in the market for new friends and I already mm-hmm. have too many as it is. Like mm-hmm. I need to do some trimming. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and like like not trimming and like ditch these people, but in like of like how much energy I put into <laughs> s- such a large circle of mm-hmm. people's bullshit all the time. Yes. It's bullshit to me, not to them. Or maybe sometimes it's not bullshit to me, but like, mm -hmm. it's just a lot. Sometimes you can sort of start running on an autopilot of helping people too, where if you're used to being the person who's giving advice and the person that people are coming to for it, you will just kind of start offering it and sort of uh, run on a much higher level of that than you are able to actually sustain and still have enough for yourself. Yeah, well, what I found is that, like, in the summer, um, I had this issue a lot because I had I had a really bad time in the summer, and mm-hmm. all the people that talked to me about their issues, like, would still keep asking me for advice mm-hmm. and not acknowledging the fact that I'm clearly having the worst time of oh my, my life. Oh, my God, yes, right? And then We're- you have to, like, actually be like, I have to protect my space right now because yeah. you don't get this yeah. somehow. Like, my apartment's flooded, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, technically homeless right now. Mm-hmm. And I have heat stroke and you're mm-hmm. asking me like how to get your girl back. Like, are you kidding? Don't you hate that? <laughs> like, I, I have had this too, where like, uh, like I've been in like a crisis point yeah. where things are really difficult in, yeah. in my life. And people seem to look at me and be like, she, she has a lot of experience with drowning. I should ask her <laughs> for some help. You know, like, <laughs> right? I'm like, I can't take this on right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird. Cause you're just like, I'm like, you're like, I'm busy or like you try to, and then you, you feel weird having mm-hmm. to like protect your own mental well-being. You know what I had to start doing was just fully saying exactly, honestly, what was happening of yeah. like somebody would ask me for help or advice or, or come to me in a crisis. And I would have to tell them like, um, I'm really sorry that you're going through that, Yeah, but I'm not in an emotional place to be able to handle helping somebody else right now. I just really need to focus on myself. So... I would say that you just keep going. You're going to have to find somebody else to talk to about this. You have nicer people in your life. Well, it's I not, do have really nice people in my life. It's just weird because people like think that your issues like when when you're like that type of person like, oh, but like you can handle anything. No, it's that's fine. OK. Anybody but, listening, if you have a friend who you think that about. Yeah. If you have a friend that you think, well, they can handle anything. They can handle all of my stuff and their stuff and carry as many burdens as anybody puts on them. No, they can't (laughs) no they can't they actually can't like it's like they're slowly dying They actually can't but the thing is it's like if that's a person that you're having that perception of most likely they will try 
Yeah. They will accept all of the burdens that you try to put on them, even if they can't handle it. Right. And that's yeah. how you end up breaking your friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like a weird, like you're in a bad time, but then you're abusing your friendship with this person. Yes. And you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, like be a friend and acknowledge how many burdens someone is currently carrying. theirs and others. Yeah. And then maybe decide to not put another one on them. Yeah. Or, or even this, uh, just ask permission. Yeah. Before. I have a couple friends that I do this with where we will like, they'll say like, Hey, are you in a place to be able to take an emotional like problem of mine? Cause I have a thing, but I don't want to dump it on you without yeah. checking in with you to see where you're at right now. And then if you're not in a place where you can handle a burden, you just tell them, no, I'm sorry, I can't. And then you have that understanding with them and oh the, they God. back off and I go need talk this to somebody like else. A Google spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll write it all down yeah. for you like and send you a, send you a spreadsheet yellow, later. Available. Yep. <laughs> Red, not yep, available. Exactly. Like if people could just go and check Tamara Shimon's website uh, and see whether or not she is available to handle your emotional burden. Uh, <laughs> she will have uh, a schedule. We're actually closed till twenty twenty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we are fully booked for emotional burdens for the duration of the year. <laughs> this is so funny. I actually <laughs> we need to make this. I would actually love that. We should make a mental accountability calendar, and we could start selling it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, trademark. Uh, Shark Tank, are you listening? We have so many ideas. (laughs) So many ideas. (laughs) So many. And you have to take them because it involves our mental health. Yes. Uh, (laughs) It's important to the world and to us. Right? (laughs) Mostly to us. Mostly to us, for sure. (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. (laughs) How do you feel? I feel really good right now, actually. I feel the opposite of how I started. That's great. Yeah. Uh, you're like, you're, you should take it. Like, you should try to be like a, no, what? No, I just, I just we just. <laughs> you know what's worse? You know what's better than taking on one emotional burden? Everyone's, even people you don't know. Are you about to tell me I should be a therapist? Yeah. <laughs> Then I was like, what, what is going on in your head right now that you just, wow. <laughs> I do not mean that at all. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, oh. man. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. You should just keep doing this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep it here in this podcast. Keep it right here. Yep. Where everyone's safe. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, I feel good though. Now I feel like. I feel like the task was really good because it made me like I feel like somehow the universe brought in all the people that are the worst ones at doing that mm-hmm. in the same week to make me really realize how much time I spend on it. Yeah. And how emotionally draining it is and how nice like I had to actively think as the conversations were happening to not give advice. But after like nothing turned out differently. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, That's the thing. Like I wasn't like, well, if I had given that advice, then yep. we would have been somewhere totally. Mm-hmm. That's like, no, they act the exact same way. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well then on your bike then. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. Like, yeah. Doesn't make a single difference. I no, like, but think of how much extra energy it takes to do your giving advice part of oh, it. Right. So much. So then if the results are the same. Yeah. Then why bother? Exactly. Pfft. Buddy, why bother? the next T-shirt I'm gonna make. Right, and then you've got <laughs> then you've got all of that energy left. Yeah, for yourself. Yeah, which I need. Which Holy. you need. Yeah, because also even if you are a person who wants to take care of others and then take on other people's burdens and stuff, that's fine. I'm not saying that that on its own is an unhealthy pattern. It's the way that you do it. So to be able to do that in a healthy capacity you need to be taking time for yourself because if you aren't in a strong uh, like place in your own mental health, then how are you going to be there for anybody in any kind of meaningful way, right? It's the whole, like, you put on your own oxygen mask before you put on your child's, right? Yeah. Like, you need to be in a good, healthy place in order to be able to help other people. 
I don't know if I agree with the oxygen thing. Not in, I just mean in general as like the plane. Like I mean, like isn't that a bit rude to like put like put your kids on? Like you've lived. No, it's because <laughs> what if you like try to put it on, but then you die before you've gotten theirs on? Then you're and then then your kid gets to live. <laughs> no, your kid doesn't because you failed to put it on. Oh, them, is that what they and then mean? You both die. Oh yeah. Okay, put it on you first. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so full of oxygen and you're just watching your kid die. I like how this has, been, this has been a thing about airplanes for like as long as airplanes have been a thing. You just question it and then you're like, nah, okay, I guess they put some thought into it. So they figured it out. Oh my god. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like... I feel like we've, we've done a lot of good work here. We've yeah. got a couple of t-shirts. Yeah. Um, we've got this new like emotional scheduling calendar. Perfect. Yeah, coming soon. Um, yeah, <laughs> we have lots of exciting projects to work on. Yeah. We're, like this is... Right? Yeah. We got to go get this all copywritten. Uh. <laughs> we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I yeah. love compliments. Honestly, it's my favorite thing. It's oh, my okay, love language. Good. Oh, really? Yeah, words, words of affirmation? affirmation. Yeah. Me too. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's words of affirmation. Aff- word, wow, words of mm-hmm. affirmation and gifts. Yeah, yeah. But the gifts have to be, like, related to things I've said. Yes. Yeah, so they're still tied with words. <laughs> yeah, still tied with words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than words. <laughs> but based on the words. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I am also a big words of affirmation oh, person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm never, I never get tired of hearing you. You are just a... Beam of pure light. Oh, I love this one. Like, anytime I walk into a room and Tamara's in that room, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I love this. You're just like, yeah, just so, your energy is... I don't even I don't even know how to explain it. Like, okay, listeners, you have sort of gotten (laughs) a chance to be in the same room as Tamara. Yes. You're fantastic, and oh. just bring up everyone around you all the time. I'm gonna like actually tear a little bit. Thank you so much. That's you're so like, sweet. You're a booster. Oh. It, you like, uh, yeah. You bring everybody up just by being there. Oh, like it you. doesn't even appear to be something you're doing on purpose. I mean, yeah. it's just something that is just a natural effect of you being in a room. This is so sweet. I know. I'm like, look at my face. But, <laughs> but you're just the loveliest. And uh, I'm you. so happy to see you every time that I see I'm you. always so happy to see you. you. You know that I love you so much. I love you so much. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy that you came here and did this. Oh, I'm so happy. Like, thank you so much for having me. This is like great. You're welcome. It's like, thank you. Thank you. No, you're the best. Uh, All right, listeners, go be nice to yourself. And remember that love is everywhere. <laughs>